Hi, everybody. My name is Rafa Lombardino, and this is Translation Confessional. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Literary Expressions On episode 3, I talked about receiving negative feedback and freaking out a little, even though the feedback wasn't actually about my translation but someone else's. That's when that imposter syndrome really kicks in, you know. However, there are times when you get some feedback that is completely unrealistic and you know you're right. But despite your best efforts, there's very little you can do to change a client's mind. That's when you think, well, the client's always right, right? And then you must move on to keep your sanity. I had a few experiences like that with a team made up by two copy editors. One didn't speak English as their first language, and the other one was a native English speaker, but who was very close-minded as to how languages should be used. I'll give you some examples to better illustrate the situation I found myself in. I once used cover all bases on an into English translation, and the English speaker team member flagged it as inadequate. When I wondered why, since it fit the context of making sure you have prepared for all possible scenarios, the copy editor said, Well, this book was originally written by a female author, and cover all bases is an expression that comes from baseball. So a woman would never say that. Let's ignore for a second the fact that this copy editor, who was a man, by the way, was being very sexist. So um, women can't like sports now? I'm an avid soccer fan, and I use soccer-related expressions all the time. Does that make me inadequate? When working with that very same team, this time with the non-English speaker, They didn't like it when I suggested 101 as part of a book title. They thought it was stupid. That's the word they used. So I had to patiently explain that, in English, that's how we refer to something that is introductory. So, for example, if you're going to college, you have to take English 101 and Mathematics 101 before you can move on to more advanced classes on the subject. My explanation was to no avail, and the non-English speaker copy editor decided to use the word simply in the title instead, since using the word introduction would most likely make that book be mistaken by so many others with similar titles. Once again, I tried to explain that simply didn't quite translate correctly into English as something introductory or an overview of the subject addressed by that nonfiction book. But my language knowledge was completely ignored, and I had to leave it at that. Then there was this one time I was working directly with an author who was not proficient in English. Upon their request, I sent them a couple of pages after we signed the contract, and I started working on their book. After reading the beginning of my translation, the author got pretty upset because I was mistranslating their story. 
One complaint in particular was about the expression walking around the house. The context was that the main character was about to go on a trip, so he was kind of saying goodbye to some objects inside his house. What I wrote was that the character was walking around the house and touching a few mementos he would miss while away from home. The author went berserk, saying that I had completely misunderstood the scene because the character was not outside the house. In the author's mind, with their very limited knowledge of English, they thought walking around the house meant that the character was walking around the perimeter, not going room by room and saying goodbye before his departure. I did my best to explain the nuanced difference between the two ideas and reassure them that walking around the house was completely fine and would give readers the correct image in English. But I don't think the author was completely convinced. To end this episode on a higher note, I must say that my direct collaboration with authors who are open for dialogue and brainstorming sessions has been a very successful and fruitful one 90% of the time. Nothing beats that feeling of exchanging a couple of messages with an author and turning a sentence around to convey exactly what they meant in the target language and build that very same picture in the reader's imagination. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Send me an email at rlombardino at wordawareness.com or leave a voice message on my anchor page. If I get enough feedback and voice messages, I can go back to the subject and post a special podcast episode with everyone's opinion on this very same theme. By the way, my anchor page is anchor.fm slash translation dash confessional. I look forward to hearing from you. Stay tuned for weekly episodes and subscribe to Translation Confessional through your favorite podcast app.